0: The Rambam outlines the mitzvah of discussing the exodus from Egypt. This mitzvah is obligatory from the Torah on the first night of uh, Pesach, which is the 15th of Nisan. He writes, It is a positive commandment from the Torah to discuss the miracles and awesome events that were done for our forefathers in Egypt. On the 15th of the uh, month of Nisan. In the evening or night, shnei mar, as it says Zachor et hayom hazeh asher yitzatem. Remember this day that you went out. Amar, as it says Zachor et hayom ha-shabbat. like it says remember the day of Shabbat. Uminayan and how do how do we know that it's on the fifteenth? Talmud Lamar that the Talmud tells us, he got it that you should tell your son on this day saying because of this. So so what do we learn from, because of this, at the time that you have matzah and maror placed in front of you. Again, apparently we were brought out in order to engage in these mitzvot. And the Rambam continues, and he says, And even if one doesn't have a son, even great sages are obligated to discuss the exodus from Egypt. And anyone who elaborates on things that occurred and that happened, behold, it is praiseworthy. So it is interesting that the Rambam goes out of his way to include great sages, these Chachamim Girolim. He does not need to tell us that even great sages need to keep Shabbat or wear Tefillin. So, why does he have to tell us that even great sages have to engage in this mitzvah from the Torah? So apparently, one might have thought that the mitzvah of discussing the exodus from Egypt is a simple retelling of the basic story. If this was the case, perhaps the sages who are certainly familiar with the basic story would be exempt. We must therefore conclude that the mitzvah of telling the exodus from Egypt extends beyond a mere retelling of the facts. And to the extent that one elaborates in his discussion of the exodus, it is a superior performance of the mitzvah. This approach to discussing the Exodus is incorporated into the very text of the Haggadah. At the beginning, you know, we read one of the early paragraphs, Avadim that we were slaves to uh, uh, the to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Hashem took, our God took us out from there, with a strong hand and an outstretched arm. V'ilu ha-kadosh baruchu, et and if, the whole be Bihi had not redeemed our forefathers from Egypt. Still, us and our children and our children's children, would still be enslaved to Pharaoh in Egypt. And even if we were all wise, we are all perceptive. We all know the, uh, the Torah. It is nonetheless an obligation upon us to discuss the exodus from Egypt, the and anyone who elaborates in his discussion of the exodus from Egypt, behold, it is praiseworthy. And the Hagada continues. the next paragraph is a story. Maaseh beRabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yosheu, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfon, Shaiyim Sibim ben ben Brak. So there's a story with Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yosheu, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria, Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Tarfon that were all reclining in Ben Brak, apparently engaging in their seder. V'haiyim esap prim biat statements kol otah laila, and they were discussing the exodus from Egypt the entire night shabao until their students came to them and said, "Rabuteno, our masters, our teachers, he gives man We've reached the time of saying uh, shma of uh, being uh, Mikabel accepting the yoke of heaven, kabal um, at at time. So the Ritva explains a connection between these two paragraphs, following the method used throughout the Talmud." There's a halachic formulation, and then it's illustrated with a particular account of events. A group of some of the greatest sages, who certainly knew the basic storyline, nonetheless engaged in discussing the Exodus the entire night. So what was it that they were discussing? So one approach is that they were discussing the laws of Pesach. Part of passing our tradition on to the next generation is not merely history, but an active engagement in practice. This extends to the world of halacha. And If you see later in the Haggadah, we discuss the the responses and the way method of teaching to four different uh, characters, if you will, the four sons, and it reads Chacham Mahu Omer. So the wise son, what does he say? Maha Edut What is the testimonies and the statutes and the laws that Hashem command? Hashem, our God, commanded you. And Af Atah and we we respond to him ha-pesach, with apparently like the laws of Pesach or examples of the laws of Pesach, some say extends to De'oraitas and De'orbanans and the whole halachic system, and the Vilna even has the text ad Pesach afikoman. so whether or not the ad is included or not it apparently one example or the culminating example is the laws of the afikoman, the final step so, um, in summary, the wise son asks, what are these different categories of mitzvot that we're engaged in? And the father responds to the laws of Pesach. And he continues, maybe even until the final law of the uh, Afikoman. So, according to this approach, there's certainly plenty of halakha that could fill an entire night of, stu- night of study. And so the story of Rebbe um, Eliezer and, uh, and his colleagues demonstrates that we extend beyond just telling the story into the practice of the laws of Pesach. So that's one approach. Another approach is that the story of Pesach really serves as a springboard to all areas of Torah. This is a night of passing on our entire Mesorah, our entire tradition, and it includes history, it includes halakha, and it also includes our philosophy and our ideas. We can learn and study about how Hashem interacts with the world and intervenes in human affairs. This study is also infinite and could easily occupy our studies until the early hours in the morning. An extension of this is discussed by the Rav. And this is an excerpt from uh, Rabbi Ginex Haggadah where he incorporates some quotes from the Rav. And here's, uh, here's the following quote in this paragraph. Magidim, like storytellers, have a beautiful interpretation of this paragraph. They say this refers to the Pesach that preceded the outbreak of the insurrection on the part of Bar Kokhba against Rome. Quote, they would, walk, they would talk of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, right, end quote. but it was not only the story of the past, what happened to Paro and us so many thousand years ago. It was the story of the present and what was going to happen tomorrow. The study of the Exodus was supposed to guide them in their revolt. Quote, they would talk of Yitzhak Mitzrayim all the night, end quote, it was a long night and the Bar Kokhba revolt was planned at that Seder night. They studied Yitzhak Mitzrayim, not only as an event of the past, but also as a clue and a key to the future." That's the end quote from the Rav. So in summary, we are not only studying history, but we are analyzing and interpreting the timeless story of the Jewish people. It includes our political progression from slavery to freedom, and it includes our philosophical progression from idol worship to the service of Hashem. We extend the ancient story of our people into modern times. It contextualizes our own challenges and struggles, and provides us guidance in navigating the present and the future. We engage in this discussion incumbent upon every generation. In every generation, one is obligated to make himself see himself. L'ha'od is the way the Rambam has it. As if he he himself exited from Egypt. Each generation is obligated to understand how the exodus from Egypt personally impacts them in their own time.